0: Welcome to Unmasking COVID. This episode will be a little different. Instead of focusing on the current coronavirus pandemic, we want to dedicate this episode to combating institutionalized racism and calling attention to the fact that members of the Black community are disproportionately being devalued all around the world. The purpose of this episode is to educate and encourage people to join this conversation and provide resources so that people can be part of the change. We acknowledge that we are not members of the Black community, and so we will never truly be able to understand the Black experience. However, we can try our best to educate ourselves of the reality of racism and its prevalence in modern society, and stand alongside the Black community.
1: A form of racism that we are all probably quite aware of is individual racism, which refers to the racist assumptions, beliefs, and behaviors harbored by an individual. This can be conscious, but more prevalent is implicit racism, racist thoughts or ideas that we are not consciously aware of. However, it is important to realize that individual racism does not stand alone, but rather stems from and is sustained by systemic racism embedded in our societal frameworks. Systemic racism refers to policies and practices embedded in established institutions, such as the police force and the justice system, that results in the exclusion of certain groups. Canada's history has many examples of systemic racism, but it is also something that has continued much beyond history and is still prevalent in modern society, and it is not something that is only a problem of our neighbours down south. The effects of systemic racism can be seen today in the form of various inequalities. Throughout history, black men and women have fallen
2: victim to systemic racism not only in america but around the world racism is built into our society and our institutions it is embedded in our social and economic systems racism is prevalent at every level of society involved by all ages from wealth concentration educational inequality and healthcare inequality to racist policing and police brutality Although over the years, constitutions have been amended to protect black and people of color from discrimination and oppression, racism continues to kill. It is important that we acknowledge progress that has been made, but know and realize that we are not done and we still have a long way to go. We still need to seek justice for all those that have been killed in acts of violence motivated by institutionalized racism we need to continue to fight for equity in all areas so that the future generations do not need to fear for
3: the color of their skin. Between the 16th century and the beginning of the 1800s, it is believed that more than 12 million enslaved people were transported from Africa to the Americas and the Caribbean. Although the British government passed the act of parliament in 1807, that banned the trading of slaves and in America the Civil Rights Act was passed in 1964. In 2019 in America, police killed 1,098 people and 24% of them were Black, even though they only make up 13% of the population. Furthermore, in 2018, quote, Black Canadians were more likely than any other racial group in Canada to be the victims of a hate crime, according to data reported by police, unquote. A 2016 census from Statistics Canada showed that Black Canadians make significantly less money than Canadians belonging to non-minority racial groups. This is a trend that can be seen amongst both newly settled Canadians and third-generation Canadian families. First-generation Black Canadians make an average of 37000 37, per year, while their non-minority counterparts make an average of $50,000 per year. We can see the wage gap persist even amongst third-generation Canadians. Andrea A. Davis, chair of York University's Department of Humanities and coordinator of the university's Black Canadian Studies certificate, has said that this disparity is because many Black immigrants have a harder time getting employed because employers say they want someone with, quote, Canadian experience, unquote. It is harder for Black people to enter the workforce because they can be excluded for their skin
0: color. Systemic racism and the effects mentioned have also affected the disproportionate impact this pandemic has had on the Black community. Based on an analysis from Global News, there's a strong association between high coronavirus cases and communities with greater Black populations in Toronto. In the States, data from a Minnesota-based research lab has also found that the mortality rate for COVID-19 is three times higher in Black populations than white people. So why is this? Well, coronavirus infections tend to be higher in low-income neighborhoods. And according to the analysis by Global News, neighborhoods with households of annual income from $20,000 to $40,000 show the strongest positive association with coronavirus rates. And this is because the poorer, poorer neighborhoods tend to be more densely packed, which allows for easier transmission and makes social distancing harder. And due to systemic racism and high levels of unemployment, poverty happens to be racialized. And this contributes to the increased coronavirus coronavirus rates amongst the Black community. Additionally, due to the disproportionate effect of unemployment on Black communities and other visible minorities, they tend to be overrepresented in service industries and oftentimes during this pandemic, are forced to work in situations even when they don't have access to appropriate PPE or personal protective equipment to keep themselves safe. Socioeconomic disparities resulting from systemic racism has resulted in numerous health inequities in the Black community, even before the pandemic, and these inequities have only been amplified by the current pandemic. Systemic racism is the basis of much of the inequities faced by the Black community, and along with tackling our personal biases, it is important to understand the role systemic racism plays in our communities and and work consciously towards counteracting it.
1: In 2014, Eric Garner was put in a chokehold by police, and before he lost consciousness, he muttered, I can't breathe. Recently, George Floyd mothered those same words before he was murdered at the hands of the police. Before Floyd's murder, innumerable Black people over the years have died at the hands of the police. Police are intended to enforce the law, and they're supposed to protect, but instead they are killing. Thus, the recent tragedies of George Floyd and Regis Taylor have reunited the need for change and justice. Protests for justice have been spreading across America like wildfire. Racism is not confined by national borders, and so anti-racism solidarity protests have been bringing people together all over the world. It is time for us to actively engage in this movement and work towards becoming true allies to the Black community. To be a good ally, it is important for us to decentralize ourselves from the conversation and listen to Black voices. At the same time, it is important not to rely solely on minority groups to educate us about racism. Talking about racism and discrimination can be a difficult conversation. So it is important to be mindful of that and use the power of our resources and the internet to educate ourselves on important topics like systemic racism. Listening and amplifying these voices is crucial to being an effective ally. There are
2: many ways you can get involved and join the revolution. You can share support by educating, donating, protesting, signing petitions, contacting local officials, supporting black creators and business owners, as well as exercising your right to vote.
3: Educate yourself by learning. Be willing to learn about things that may change and challenge your foundational views. And core beliefs. By willing to learn, by being willing to learn and accept the fundamental flaws in our systems and in our institutions, you can help to become more aware of current circumstances. Learn about the roots of anti-black racism and learn about the privileges you have. Learn about how you can use your privileges to uplift others and fight for equality and equity. To get you started with some books that we recommend, we have Biased, The Science of Race and Inequality by Dr. Jennifer Eberhardt, Me and White Supremacy by Leila Saad, and How to be an Anti-Racist by Ibram X. Kendi. A list of these resources will also be available in the description box below. Another
2: way you can get involved with the Black Lives Matter movement is by donating to legitimate funds and organizations that are proactively supporting the cause and members of the Black community. Some of the places that are accepting monetary contributions are the official George Floyd Memorial Fund, Black Lives Matter Toronto, the Bail Project, and Black Lives Matter Global Network. If you do not have the means to make monetary donations, there are so many more ways that you can show your support.
3: In the past, protesting has proven to be both empowering and effective. Large public demonstrations of solidarity are important for democracy and reinforce the common need for change. Furthermore, protests show our support and respect for the Black community. However, we know that this is a difficult time and with the global COVID-19 pandemic, So only go to protests if you feel safe and have the resources and equipment to protect yourself and others.
2: You can show your support from the comfort of your home by signing petitions. A petition is, quote, a formal request for action written to a governmental authority or individual public office holder. Unquote. By signing petitions, you are publicly demonstrating your support and acknowledgement of the fact that there must be systemic and policy reforms. Some petitions you can sign are Justice for George Floyd, hashtag We Can't Breathe, and Demand Racial Data on Coronavirus, which will also be available in the
3: description box below. Supporting Local Black-Owned Businesses and Black creators can demonstrate your support towards the Black community as well, while celebrating their rich culture and heritage. If you live in the GTA, in the description box below, you will find a link to a list of Black-owned businesses in your area. Thank you for tuning in to this special Unmasking COVID episode. And once again, please check out the description box below for more resources. Thank you.